0: haven't done these in a while I think I'm getting rusty it's fascinating because I used to record these well in advance like weeks in advance but the news moves so fast that it's not as it's not a good idea because like I said the world moves quickly things change constantly and you never know what might happen between when I record this and when it comes out. But this one should be a little bit safer, because it's the gaming community. It's not politics, it's not weather, (laughs) it's the gaming industry. And right now, gaming Twitter is pissed, and I think the gaming community is pissed. Because it feels like we rushed into this new era of gaming... Because we still don't have enough PlayStations to meet demand. We don't have enough Xboxes to really meet demand. And now Sony has had to increase the price of their PS5s everywhere except in America because it's the only market where the Xbox is actually performing very well against Sony. Microsoft will never ever be close to getting second place in Japan, for example. And then in Europe, it's pretty much Sony land. Even though Sony with their recent news, might have to give up some ground to Nintendo, which has dominated Japan, and they have dominated the United States. Uh, And they've also conquered the Chinese market, but China, it's infamously difficult to, you know, to have a pulse as to what's selling over there because, you know, China is not as uh, public with their numbers and their sales figures and their economy. But either way... It just feels like this new generation of gaming has been kind of rushed, and the two latest examples includes The Last of Us, which is being remade and sold at $70, even though you can port the PS3 version and the PS4 version to the PS5, and even though those, the PS3 version of the game has aged very well, it actually still looks legitimately good. And so a PS5 that doesn't have anywhere near as much exclusive software as Nintendo, and even as Microsoft, as Microsoft is buying up all these studios, it just kind of stung that instead of a Last of Us part 3 or a brand new gaming franchise or, maybe another uncharted spinoff of some sort, we're getting the last of us, which is kind of which is a remake that not a lot of people asked for. It just feels unnecessary. It looks unnecessary. And the gaming community is kind of pissed off that, all right, you're selling this game at $70 after you've increased the price of the PS5 in 95% of the world? I don't know, man. (laughs) There's been a lot of backlash about that. And I've even seen people, I've argued with people about it, Because they're like, well, how come nobody gets mad about the $60 ports that Nintendo sells? Now, of course, as we all know here, for those that know me best, I am a Nintendo fan first and foremost. But it's a little different with Nintendo because Nintendo does not have the consistent hardware history that Sony and Microsoft have. In other words, Nintendo constantly changes the way they make games and they make their hardware. Like the transition from the PS through, PS1 to the PS2, pretty simple. The Wii, <laughs> Nintendo went from the Nintendo 64, which used cartridges, to the Nintendo GameCube, which used mini discs. And then they switched to the Nintendo Wii, which was completely a motion control console. But with the exception of the PS3 which used a different particular type of hardware which made making games for them complicated, it's been pretty consistent across the board from PS1 to PS5. So to see this game getting moved, you know, getting remade when you can easily port it, it's kind of angered people, rubbed people the wrong way. And as I've said, especially in a time in which it's been very difficult finding these PS5s in the first place, and it's become even more difficult finding exclusive games to play on it that isn't hounded with microtransactions. And I'm looking at you, Gran Turismo 7, that was disgusting the way you've you've released that game. But I'm not going to spend more time on that. And then with Microsoft, they had their mini-controversy because there was a feature in the Halo game that's on the new Xbox that was promised, it had been delayed, and now it's completely cancelled. And that's angering a lot of people. How could this AAA title that has millions of dollars invested, has the largest development teams, how could there not be split-screen Co-op gameplay online. How could you not have that available for your for your gamers for your Halo community? How could you not have this? This is a, this should be a layup. This this isn't asking for the world. This is asking for a simple feature that your company promised as the pre-orders were available and you were allowed to order in advance this game. And The gaming community is rightfully pissed that this feature has been canceled, which is something they've asked for, and it's on top of all the delays and on top of all the problems that it's already had. And the plan for Halo Infinite was it was going to be a 10-year cycle in which it was going to constantly be updating, but they're losing fans already, and it's barely been a year. It just feels like we've rushed into this generation of gaming. It just feels like all these studios just were not prepared for the workload. They were not prepared for life during and after the, you know, the pandemic. And it just feels like they should have waited. Sony should have waited a year. Microsoft should have waited a year to at least, you know, buffer up some more games buffer up more reasons to buy their consoles and try to start working on on exclusive software you can't tell me that microsoft was not planning on purchasing all these different companies during the time that the xbox was out why didn't you just wait a year to release this xbox and then made your purchases you know purchased your activision purchased you know all these other companies and started developing these games you know in advance and in the back corner you have Nintendo still outperforming expectations still outselling the new Xbox and the new PlayStation around the world because of software because of availability Nintendo during the pandemic stocked up as much as they could and made these switches available for when the pandemic was winding down And it's easy to find the Switch. And yes, it is significantly cheaper to make these things. But notice it's been relatively easy buying hardware and software for the Nintendo Switch. Even as it's become impossible to find a PS5. Nintendo planned. (laughs) They planned for this. And the others look like they kind of acted first and then we would react to the results. And I think, you know, the gaming community is just disappointed, just flat-out disappointed. We have an incomplete Halo game being the representative of the new Xbox. We have a remake that nobody asked for representing the PlayStation 5 right now. And most of the best games on those two new pieces of hardware are games they could already play on PC. are our games that are multi platform. Elden Ring, for example, a super good game, but you could play it on PC. You could play it anywhere, except for the Switch for obvious reasons. And uh, there was this little debate that happened on Twitter because there was one of the uh, one of the video game analysts who said that exclusive video games is going to be something of the past. It's going to be something a relic of the past because all these games were having more and more and more of these franchises becoming multi-platform and soon exclusive games will not be as important. But this recent news is pretty much proving the opposite. Nintendo has had most of the best-selling games, has had most of the highest acclaimed games because they know that that hardware means nothing if they don't have good games to back them up. And then this year, they've doubled down and gone into the deep end of their plethora of intellectual properties, and have provided us with games that probably five, six years ago would have never happened. But they are happening because Nintendo has made enough money, and they have found enough resources to continue the winning streak of the Switch. So we have Xenoblade Chronicles 3 doing very well. We have a remastered version of a Super Nintendo game selling well, Live Alive. And even little obscure games like a, a Triangle Strategy, which is a poor name of a game. But that game sold a million copies. And it is a strategic game with multiple storylines. It's not exactly like, you know, the action air of a Halo But it's managed to sell its million copies. And then they came out out of nowhere with a Kirby game that will be poised to become the best-selling video game in the history of that franchise. And that franchise has been around for decades. And all this is happening as the new Zelda is still around the corner waiting to come out. I know this sounds like a huge pro-Nintendo anti-competitors thing, but it's disappointing, honestly. Like, I feel bad for people who invested all this money in in all this hardware, this brand new hardware, only for this game to come out incomplete and remain incomplete for over a year. The Halo fans on the Microsoft corner deserve significantly better than what's been happening. They deserve much, much better. How can you be charging 60 to $70 on these games, charging for online, charging for the Xbox Live, charging for the microtransactions, and still not provide all the gameplay features you had promised before the game had come out? It's kind of disgusting behavior, honestly. It's pretty disgusting. I hope those two can figure it out. I hope that, you know... Sony and Microsoft can make it up to their fans for what's been going on. Because there has been a lack of software. There's been more emphasis on the on the Xbox Game Pass and the PlayStation Nows, which is focusing a lot on the backwards compatibility, which should have been there in the first place and should be a feature moving forward because we're reaching a point in which we're purchasing these games digitally and physically and you cannot find a place to play them Because the companies that are owning the gaming industry are trying to look forward and not preserve the past. So they've been spending their money, you know, on all the wrong things. They have been focusing on all the wrong things. They're not focusing on delivering quality lineup of games for these gamers that are just sitting there waiting for some good exclusive software. And go look at the numbers. You're seeing, you know, uh, the PlayStation 5 has sold, I guess, about 22 to 25 million copies, which is significantly good. But you cannot find me software that has sold like 10 to 15 million and has had a good gripping hold on PlayStation owners. You don't have that Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. You don't have that Breath of the Wild on the on the Xbox either. It's just, it's not there. It's good pieces of hardware with a lot of access to games that PCs already have access to, but there's no games. And the games that they're coming out with are being riddled with mic- microtransactions and are being riddled with, you know, with bugs and glitches and problems and incomplete gameplay. That's It's unacceptable. I don't like what's been happening. I'm not suffering any of it because I own the Switch and it's been a great time. I honestly have not had any problems with it ever since it launched in 2017. But I feel bad for the others. And I hope that the industry can figure out a way to improve what's been going on. Because it is unacceptable. It's very unacceptable. Hope you're all doing well, and have a good night, and hopefully I'll eventually get back on my feet and actually write one of these full-length episodes and have it ready for you maybe by next Friday. We'll see. I'm going to be discussing Star Wars, so that's going to be fun. Take care, guys.